0: We all go through transitions in life, from the most basic ones like just waking up each day to the big ones like retirement or menopause. They all correspond with the rhythms of life, yet they aren't always fun or easy. Welcome to Health, Harmony, and Happiness with Kathy. I'm your host, Kathy Stricker, I'm a state patrol wife, mama to three lively kiddos, a yoga teacher, certified NLP coach, and an energetic rhythms expert. As an energetic rhythms coach, I help action-taking women use their body's rhythms and the moon's cycle to optimize productivity and avoid burnout without letting their desire to remain in control alter their focus. And this podcast is all about doing just that, and perhaps a bit more, so that you can create your own path to health, harmony, and happiness. So come along with me, and may this episode serve as a nudge to discover tools that could help you on your path towards more intentional living. Enjoy the show! Hey friends, welcome back to the show and to episode 63 of the podcast. Today we are talking all about transitions, which can sometimes be tricky, and we are headed into a transition time. This weekend, along with it being my birthday, is also the transition from um, the full moon into the last quarter of the moon's cycle, which Actually, the full moon really only lasts for a few days and we've started waning already. But it's that that last shift in the waiting phase of the moon that sometimes causes some of that anxious, icky energy um, and feelings to start to arise in ourselves. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But before we do, I want to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by the Energetic Rhythms Tracker. This is the tracker that I have created and put together and that I indeed use for myself even to just kind of figure out when things feel a little bit off in my life. Now, I'm at the point that I've been using it for years that I kind of have a tendency to know where my energetic rhythms are or where my cycle is but you may not. And this may be the first that you are hearing of this energetic rhythms tracker or daily rhythms tracker. And if it is, I would encourage you to click the link in the show notes, download it and begin tracking. There's a short video that goes with it to teach you all about it, but basically it will help you know where you are in um, your energetic rhythm cycle, which is uh made up of your menstrual cycle, if you have one, and it's not controlled by hormones, and the lunar cycle and how your energy um, moves throughout and ebbs and flows throughout the month. So check it out. Link is in the show notes. Back to our show today. I recorded this back at the end of the summer. So I thought it was fitting to bring it out this time of the year because we are also kind of transitioning back into that time when we're getting back into a routine. You might have been kind of like me without routine over the holidays and maybe even going a little bit crazy with your kids around you if you have kids. They were probably going crazy too. I know mine were asking when they got to go back to school. So everybody craves routine and transitions sometimes don't allow for that. So listen in on today's episode on um, transitions. And this is full permission to just be in the fact that sometimes transitions just stink and they're no fun. Hello. 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 Hey, um, I'm here. Wow. And you're here. Thanks for being here this morning. Thanks for being here today. If you're listening, if it's been a full morning for me already today, um, we, I, I teach Monday morning Panthers yoga. You guys don't want to know what that is anyway. So our school has a late start every Monday morning and, um, our church actually does a program, a before school program on Mondays. So that those kids who, um, maybe need some place to go before school because it's a weird wonky schedule. Um, they provide breakfast, they provide morning activities for them to do, and then bus them to school or get them to school, get them on the buses to go to school. So it's a beautiful thing. And once a month I go and teach yoga to them. And um, that's always a fun thing as well. This morning, life was a little bit different because the church is painting the room or the area that we are usually in. And so we had to adapt and um It was a great practice in adaptability, and we talked a lot about mindfulness. We actually did the mindfulness meditation that I have available. It's a kid's mindfulness meditation. If you're not familiar with it, you can go to um, KarenYogaWellness.com slash. It's a good question, friends. I don't know that I can remember right now. Um, Kids meditation or something like that. I'll find that I'll drop it in the comments, um, because it's a great and beautiful, um, little meditation that, uh, that you can do with your kids or that you can do on your own, even it doesn't have to be just for kids, but it is geared towards kids. And, um, and it's a beautiful little meditation. So we did that. And then we also um, just did some mindfulness stuff outside with using our senses to engage in nature and to be in nature. So, um, it was a beautiful way to start the morning. And it was also a very full morning with getting the kids ready, getting my kids ready to go and, uh, and getting out the door. So here I am. Um, hello, 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 again, I will say it. And today we're just kind of talking about transitions <laughs> because as I was dropping my preschooler off at daycare today, she goes to preschool two days a week. Um, I've realized that this is finally, I feel like the first week that maybe our transition time with school is getting a little bit easier. So um we have a three-year-old in preschool and she goes Tuesdays and Thursdays and then Mondays she's usually at daycare but the past couple weeks well two weeks ago it was Labor Day so we didn't have that so it was a wonky schedule and then last week our daycare provider was closed on Monday um, because of a, a personal thing and um so we didn't have that Monday either. So it just kind of was two weeks of really throwing things off. And before then, my big kids had gone back to school, but she hadn't gone back to school. So we're in this transition phase where things were just kind of icky and they were, um, we were having to adapt a lot and, and things were just not normal. Things were not, um, not how they usually are during the school year or during the summer. So it was a transition phase, right? Transitions are getting you from one thing to another, right? So you're naturally going to feel a little bit clunky in them sometimes because they are, the purpose of a transition is to get you from one space to the next, from one thing to another, right? And they're asking you to do something different than what your body and your mind are comfortable doing. And for us, that transition of um, not having... The daycare on the days that uh, we usually do meant a transition, meant adaptability. Um, and then also just having it look different because we're starting preschool again. And that has really thrown me off my game too, because it's um, on those days, it's only um, part of the morning, right? So I drop off and she doesn't. There's there's this awkward gap of time in between when I drop the big kids off at school and when I drop her off at preschool, on those days. So it's like not enough time to do much of anything. I have learned to fill it. Um, we've just been going on a, a quick walk in between that time, which has worked for the past couple of days that she's had preschool. Um, but it's still an awkward transition, and we're still trying to figure out how to make it all flow and get into that routine. And um, then. So there's that, and then uh, there's also like the days that she hasn't had school, so we've had to kind of adapt around that. There's this awkward time after I drop the big kids off at school and drop her off at school, and then I have to leave work mid-morning or adjust my client schedule to allow for the fifteen or twenty minutes that it takes to go pick her up and bring her to daycare on those days, so that also is a transition that just feels kind of like ugh, clunky. And I have to admit, like last week and the first week, so she's really only had a f- like three times of preschool class. I had to set a reminder in my phone to go pick her up because I didn't want to forget to pick her up um, because it's just a different, it's a it's a transition in schedule and. Transitions just suck sometimes. I, I don't like having to do that transition. But what I want to tell you today is that transitions, how you move on your mat, on your yoga mat is how you move in real life. And I'm specifically talking today about transitions because sometimes they just stink. It just stinks to have to go through a transition. Sometimes they're transitions that we look forward to. And sometimes they're transitions that are easy and effortless because we know how to do them. And we've been doing them for so long. We'll get into that habit or that routine with school and with preschool. Um, but right now it's just kind of clunky. I feel like we've gotten into that routine with school. Like it's, it seems like a good, easy transition. Like we're there with, um, with the big kid's school or with grade school, but with preschool, it's still feeling kind of clunky. And honestly, uh, tell me if you agree, but any transition when you have a (laughs) three-year-old or when you have a toddler is kind of clunky, right? Like it just, it just kind of gets clunky. So even your energetic rhythms have transitions, right? your energetic rhythms, um, you, you always are moving through transitions. You're moving from a peak phase to a low phase or a low phase to a peak phase, right? So you're always moving through these transitions, even though we don't necessarily always pay attention to them. And it's okay though, if they feel clunky, it's okay. If they feel like, um, they feel like awkward and uncomfortable, can you just allow yourself to be in that awkward and uncomfortableness? That's the question, right? That's the that's the really big questions. But the transitions that we usually go through are like the daily transitions. Everything that we do almost throughout the day is a transition and is allowing our bodies to transition and adapt until you get into that flow and you're maybe just working on one thing. So um, the daily transitions that you have are like waking up, leaving the house, getting kids to leave the house, driving to or from work. Um, there's multiple little transitions throughout the day while you're at work or while you're doing whatever you do throughout the day and then getting home from work, getting everybody ready for the evening activities, bedtime, all of those things. And then there's also the bigger transitions in life, right? Like starting a new job, um, kids going back to school, kind of like what I've been talking to you about today, uh, separation or divorce, death in the family, death of a friend, death of a loved one, someone, um, menopause. That's a huge transition that we as women go through, right? What else? What else are some of those transitions that you go through and um, that kind of can feel a little clunky or awkward as you're going through them? Eventually, sometimes they get easier. Sometimes they don't. Um, Starting a new habit. Starting a new habit has a transition period until it becomes the habit, right? It has however many days it takes or however many times of of doing the activity it takes until it becomes a habit. Starting a new yoga practice is going to take you a while until it becomes a habit, until it feels like it's something that you need to do every day, just like brushing your teeth, right? Um, That has a transitional period that you have to go through in order to get to that point. And it takes a different amount of time for everybody, I think. It's that point when your mind-body or your body mind rather, gets used to doing something different. Um, that's when you're out of that transition phase. But when your body mind is getting used to that and and moving through that change and it's like getting thrown in this, this place where it's got to work a little bit differently, it's got to think a little bit differently, that's the transition phase. And we're constantly being exposed to those transitions, both big and little throughout your days, throughout our lives. And Many of these transitions we adapt to and move through effortlessly. Um, when you do them enough times and find that sweet spot that works just right, that's when you know the transition is easy and effortless. I see this all the time on the yoga mat, right? For people come in and they um, – the first thing that I, I – likely one of the first things that I teach them is a sun salutation, The whole thing is a transition, but mainly it's a transition to get from standing to downward facing dog, which is a posture that resets you and then back to standing again. Well, if you haven't ever done a sun salutation before, that's probably going to be a clunky, awkward transition as I'm guiding you through it. Most of the time I'm Moving through it with you, so that you can see what it is you're doing, see how it is to um, to do that. And I'm also giving you verbal cues. so you can see it, you can hear it, and you're feeling it. you're experiencing it on your own. All of those three things that are the the three ways or the three um, the three awareness elements that we use to learn, you're doing all of those, but The process of getting from standing to downward facing dog in the beginning feels kind of awkward and clunky. Eventually it becomes easy. It becomes more effortless because your body knows what it's doing. It knows what it's doing without having to consciously think about it, but it's okay if it's tricky in the beginning. It's okay if it's challenging, um, Uh, some of those other things that are kind of second nature, knowing the exact time you have to get up in the morning, right. To get out the door. This is saying that you don't have little kids that you're trying to also get ready. Um, but there's, there's a time, there's a sweet spot that we can create, um, or that we can get to with transitions that helps us feel like it's more of a flow instead of a clunky transition. If you're an athlete, um, or you've had any experience with athletics in the past, if you've been a part of a relay, it's that handoff, right? In, in running, it's the handoff that takes practice and it takes work, but eventually that transition becomes seamless, hopefully, or swimming, same thing, swimming relays. Eventually that transition becomes seamless and you know exactly when to dive into the water. Um, transitions, if you're a triathlon, we've been talking about triathlons at our house. Cause my husband's going to do the Ironman next year. And, um, so just those transitions can also be, um, something that just, it just takes practice and you've got to find the sweet spot of what works for you. But it's not always that easy, right? The things that you practice and practice don't always become super smooth, super easy transitions. Sometimes those transitions are clunky for a whole lot longer. um, And sometimes you don't ever even find that sweet spot and that's okay. That's okay. Maybe that's the, the, uh, realization that, There's something else in your mind going on that has to change in order for that transition to get easier. And honestly, that's where you're at the point that you likely decide this is for me or this isn't for me. And it's at that that point, now that I'm saying this out loud, it's honestly at that point that you decide whether or not you want to make that change in your mind or you want to keep going the way that you've done things always because our mind creates what we do, right? Hmm. Something to think about anyway. You know, other things that feel clunky for a long time, I think are, um, at least with two of my kids, bedtime routines. Oh, ugh. ugh. that makes me want to, Ugh. bedtime getting kids. I don't know into bed. Oh, I have two kids that just, they just don't want to go to bed. They they want to be night owls. They want to do all of the other things other than go to bed. Um, there's, yeah, uh, adjusting, to, adjusting to an alternating work shift schedule. We did that for many years um, in my life. My husband's job, he worked two weeks a days, then two weeks a nights, and the body was constantly shifting out of nighttime mode into daytime mode and so forth. So if you're in that boat, like that's a hard thing. That's a those are clunky transitions that might just not ever get better. And some of those you just have to be with and to live with. Um, healing from an injury is another transition that can kind of feel clunky for a long time until you're through that, until you're through the healing process and you're you're back to starting um, to use whatever it is you're healing um, consistently again. Menopause can be that way for women from what I hear. Or it can be effortless, depending on your mindset. Um, I've heard women talk about how they are just refusing to let menopause be a thing for them, and they're doing the mindset work around it to to heal that, so that it is not this thing that everybody always says is just so terrible. But they approach it with a different mindset, and then and it and it is different for them, which is a beautiful thing. But I am not there yet, so I can't I can't speak personally to that um or getting back into something <laughs> once you have been these these transitions that are clunky and that feel clunky and it's it's okay for them to feel clunky here's the here's this is probably my favorite one but getting back into something that you've been working on every single time a toddler interrupts you every single time that was how my weekend was this weekend i was trying to to work on stuff and every transition or every time i was in the flow i would get interrupted by a toddler or a kid and that's okay. That's just life. I'm not complaining about it. But then to try to find my focus again was like, ah, oh, where is it? Well, where was I? You know that if you have been, if you've worked or tried to work on anything or concentrate on anything when you've had a, ch- a toddler or a child around um, who doesn't quite yet know, um, or a preschooler rather, I guess I have a preschooler. It's not so much a toddler anymore, but um, who doesn't quite understand or know boundaries yet, like getting back into remembering what you're doing. Yeah, that's a tricky one, but that's a transition that's just gonna be clunky and it's okay, it's absolutely okay. Sometimes it just sucks to go through transitions. And I just, the message here today is you're not alone. You're absolutely not alone, right? Transitions sometimes just stink. Take the moon, for example. Um, Anytime the moon goes into this waning phase, like what we're doing right now, it always throws me off. Um, Sometimes I find it harder to focus. Sometimes I find it easier to focus, but it definitely makes my nervous system and makes the energy inside of me just kind of pulsate and, um, makes me a little bit more anxious and it's a transition. It's absolutely a transition phase. And we have that all the time. Things can get really icky during those transition phase during those transition phases when the full moon is moving to the new moon and when the moon is getting smaller, it just doesn't always feel effortless. So, um, But a lot of that also is mindset, right? Um, How we move through transitions is mindset. A lot of it, a lot of it. So keep that in mind as well. Um, But sometimes it's okay to just be like, ugh, I'm in an icky transition and this is not fun and I'm just gonna be in it. I'm just gonna be here with it. So I mentioned a little bit ago how your transitions on the yoga mat are how you transition in life really. I don't even actually know, I guess, if I mentioned that, but um, it's true. How you transition on the yoga mat is how you transition in life. So when I see someone really struggling with something or a transition on um, the yoga mat, it also tells me that they probably have trouble transitioning with some things in life. And we all have trouble transitioning with some things in life. That's just the way it is. Um, But getting to that point where the transitions seem effortless or where you um know how to do them without even thinking about them, that's the point that we're looking for. That's the point that um, it becomes effortless to get to downward facing dog from standing and you don't have to think about it. Or to get from downward facing dog to standing. That's the time when transitions um when it becomes easy that transitions also become more effortless in life. And that's the beautiful thing. But I'm going to tell you, it's not always that way. The example I want to give you for this is that um, moving into handstand. I've taught numerous students how to jump to handstand or worked with them in jumping to handstand as that's a transition. And um, this is a more clunky transition because – it takes a long time. It absolutely takes a long time. It takes courage and it takes belief in yourself that you can actually do something that challenging as to use your arms to support your body weight and um, and also see the world upside down, right? Handstand is a prime example of looking at the world upside down. And so when you allow yourself to be able to do that, you're also allowing yourself to be able to do that off the yoga mat, because how you move on the yoga mat is how you move off the yoga mat is how you move through life, how you approach life off the yoga mat. But it's not always easy. Sometimes they just stink. Sometimes the transitions just stink. Sometimes we just have to throw in the towel and take the day off. Right. And, uh, and just acknowledge that the transitions are challenging sometimes. Um, and that's okay. That's absolutely okay. We all approach transitions differently and in our own unique way. And you have unique experiences that even your closest family members haven't had. So if a transition feels in life, so if a transition in life feels awkward or clunky clunky for a while, just allow it. (laughs) Just allow it to be. Um, But then keep practicing. Keep practicing, keep moving forward with it. It's okay to struggle. Struggling on the yoga mat brings growth and the ability to do something new physically. Just like struggling in life brings growth and the ability to do something new or different in life, right? They're one in the same. How you move your body in one arena is likely how you move your body in another arena, my biggest analogy or metaphor for this is on the yoga mat and off the yoga mat because that's primarily what i um what that's what i'm closest to but also i used to move through life really quickly and i've allowed myself to slow down a little bit off topic just a little bit but main takeaway today is that it's okay to struggle through transitions it's absolutely okay they can be clunky. We've all been there. I'm there right now with preschool transition, with, um, with, yeah, just getting back into a habit of, of running kids and getting them to all their respective places at different times. But it's okay. Hang in there. We'll get through these transitions together. Next week, friends, we are talking about yoga's rhythm and how it is actually your rhythm. So a little bit of stuff that I mentioned in there today um, touched on this and how uh, the transitions that we do on the yoga mat are also how we likely transition in life. And we're going to dive deep into that a little bit more next week. And actually, the next few episodes um, are definitely have a little bit more of a sense of reflecting on how um, things you do on your yoga mat also relate to your life and how to kind of make that connection between the um, the emotional peeling back of layers that naturally happens on your yoga mat uh, when you start practicing. and And so we're kind of diving into that a little bit Remember that today's episode is brought to you by the Daily Rhythms Tracker, and that is something that you can grab in the show notes. It's a wonderful time because it is the beginning of the year. It's a great time to begin tracking your own personal energetic rhythms. So grab that in the show notes. And until next week, I'm Kathy Stricker, and you've been listening to Health Harmony and Happiness with Kathy. Cheers to cultivating your own version of health, harmony, and happiness in your life.